0: hey Saints this is Steve welcome to last days Ephesians chapter 3 verse 4 says when you read this that's what Paul said when you read this that is Ephesians you can perceive my insight into the mystery of Christ so it would behoove us to read Ephesians 3 I'll give you a quick little summary of Ephesians chapter 3 the mystery of Christ needed to be seen by the Jewish people, because he says in verse six, the mystery is that the Gentiles are fellow heirs and members of the same body. They needed to see this. Peter saw this in in Acts and he was just like overwhelmed. He he saw this vision of pigs in a blanket coming down out of heaven and God saying, rise up and eat. In other words, as he was about to go see, see Cornelius, God was telling him that the same Messiah for the Jewish people is for the Gentiles and the no wonder Peter said oh God I perceive that you are not a respecter of persons because you're for the Gentile as well as the Jewish people the Jews needed this revelation and then also the powers in heaven Christ was a mystery even to the rulers in heavenly places it says in verse 10 so so that through the church the manifold wisdom of God may now be made known to rulers and authorities in heavenly places. I think this includes Satan. I think it includes his host that followed him. I think it includes rulers in high places. Any, Even they being close to God did not see what Christ exactly was doing on the earth. But the mystery of Christ is unveiled through the church. Through the revelation of what God was doing on the earth. And even they won't see it all until until latter days when we see Christ and his body, the fullness that fills all and in all. The manifold wisdom here or multifaceted wisdom means this mystery. This mystery of Christ is going to unfold before Satan's eyes when he sees how God has used the church with Christ. Amen. And then this mystery of Christ needs to be seen by the church itself. This is what's really important. In verse 17, he says, So that this mystery is unveiled, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Does, does Jesus dwell in your heart? Now, I know he dwells in your human spirit. I know he's your savior. I know he's come in to dwell there. But have you allowed Christ to spread out into your soul? That's your heart. Your heart is the leading organ of your soul. Your heart is your loving organ. Have you allowed Christ to spread out into your heart? How does that happen? by the power of the Holy Spirit, he says here in verse 16, that Christ may spread out, I mean, in reality, by faith. The same way you were saved, do you believe that this Christ lives in you? Do you believe that his life is on the earth today in his church? Do you believe that he wants to come and spread into your heart? This is what was being said to the church in Laodicea. The church in Laodicea was the church. But Christ was knocking on their heart's door. Behold, if you'll open the door and let me in, I'll come in and I'll dwell with you and you with me and fellowship with you. This is the plea of the Lord in these latter days. In every day, the Lord wants to move in to our outer man, Our inner man is our spirit. Our outer man is our our thoughts, our soul, our, our, our outer being, to where Christ is on display through the church. And what is the way in which he does this? He doesn't do it in any other different way. He does it this way. He moves into our heart and we allow him to have just ownership over every facet of our being your heart is the things that you love the things that you cherish the things that you spend time with the things that you think about the things that you feel over your emotions are over oh it should be christ in these last days he should be our all and in all through faith just believe this so that you the church verse 17 being rooted and grounded in love this takes starts taking root in our life has the love of christ himself taken root in you are you grounded as a church in the love of christ so that to the point that you will be able to have strength to comprehend with all the saints verse 18 the breadth of his love the length of his love the height of his love the depth of His love. You can only do that in the church. You can't know the the far-reaching dimensions of His love on your own. You need to know this in the body of Jesus Christ. This is the mystery of Christ. This is where Christ is seen by the world. This is where Christ is seen by the church. We see Him in the body. We experience Him in the body. We allow Him to just dwell in our hearts, And we begin to be rooted and grounded in love. And we just start exercising that love with the saints. What kind of love? Verse 19, and we begin to know and experience the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with the fullness of God. What does it mean, love that surpasses knowledge? I think it it's definitely means where it's not just an intellectual knowledge to know the mystery of Christ. It's not just a spiritual knowledge, I know the mysteries. No, it's a love that surpasses what we know. What do you know about your wife? Your love, the love of Christ, surpasses that. Let's ask this, what does Christ know about you? Oh my Oh my, he knows everything, every secret thing about me. But you know what? His love surpasses what he knows about you. What do you know about your mate? What do you know about your kids? What do you know about the saints in the church? What gossip have you heard about other brothers and sisters that would make you just sort of put that in your file cabinet about them? Stop. Get rooted. By faith, Jesus, come in. Dwell in my heart. You be my relationship with all the saints. My knowledge about one another needs to be surpassed with your love. I have the love of Christ which surpasses what I know about other people. Oh, if the love of Christ could just dwell within us, and it can in such a way that when we fellowship with the saints, we don't get in the realm of what we know about them. We get in the realm of God's love. Even if it's something that's sinful and obvious and needs discipline, that disciplinary love is in the realm of God's love with Christ dwelling in us, exercised towards them. And what happens? The church gets full with the fullness of God. And then no wonder Paul closes this with this prayer. Now to him who's able to do far more abundantly, Than all we ask or think, the church could be far more, far greater than we even think or ask. He knows according to the power at work within us. That's the love, that's Christ moving into your heart, becoming your optimal relationship with every saint working in us, according to the power at work within us, and to him be glory in the church. He gets glorified in the church, in Christ Jesus, throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen.